hello and welcome to Battle of the Ranking Factors. Uh, I am Connor, and as always, my co-host is Jess. And for those of you listening on the podcast version, um, and I say version because we're finally uploading to YouTube also, uh, so check us out there, subscribe, hit that like button, you know. Um, I was holding up our really, really fancy uh, loading screen image for you all to view, and it's uh, professionally made, it's high quality, it's it's um, about as good as you can get when it comes to like professional imagery for the show. Uh, Jess, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm excited that we're on YouTube and can start to visually show our people things. <laughs> it's, it's an improvement. Uh, Weirdly, SEO is pretty visual, and we did like eight or however many episodes of only talking. We have a decent fan base. Uh, I think it's time to show people what we're talking about, which uh, is probably uh, probably should have happened a long time ago. Uh, the other benefit to us doing this on video is that you'll get to see various animals, uh, and you'll also probably eventually see my child, who uh, is the cutest child of all time. So apologies to everyone else and their children, uh, but she's cuter. So you'll see a bunch of those things as well as learn valuable SEO things. So this week, today, uh, whenever we end up recording more episodes, today we're going to be talking about um, how to enhance a single page on your site using only free tools, i.e. Google Search Console. So it'll be a good breakdown of kind of the basics of Google Search Console, keyword research, strategy implementation, um, and then also just general like page improvements for um, using data and uh, like basic SEO analysis of looking at a page and identifying what, what needs to happen for that page. Um, so this is weird. Let me share my screen. We're moving up in the world, Jess. We're slowly, for all of our visual learners out here, this yes. is going to be the best thing for you. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't crash and burn. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the internet is probably going to go out at some point too. So we'll, uh, we'll get through this together. Um, all right, Jess, do you want to walk us through the basics of uh, Google Search Console? Sure. So for those of you who maybe are new to consulting, owning a website, any of those things, Google Search Console... Um, is one of part of the Google suite of tools of data. Um, Google Search Console is a great place to see uh, more instead of like just pages or conversions or campaigns, things like that. Google Search Console can be a little bit more specific with performance metrics in terms of clicks, impressions. You can sort a whole bunch of different ways to find um, kind of more the keyword or search query type information that is more often used for actual specific research and research intent. Additionally, at some point, I'm sure we'll cover this in the future. There's a lot of technical things within Google Search Console mm -hmm. that you can look at. Um, it's a good way to help see what is being crawled on your site, looking for errors, things like that. Um, Google has continued to add um, different types of things to Google Search Console over the last, I would say, year. Um, so they're continuing to build this tool out as well. So it is a great free tool um, to kind of just have a different layer of data and things to look out outside of just analytics, which is probably the most popular Google suite tool for kind of marketing and digital marketing and things like that. 
Um, I would say we should probably just hop into performance. Um, we're looking currently at our own website. Don't judge us. We don't <laughs> post very much on there. So there's probably a ton of opportunity for us to improve our website. <laughs> it's going to be rough. Uh, no, real quick, I want rough. to uh, also mention, and I'll, we'll go more in depth on a lot of this stuff. Uh, what I want to do is grab one of our URLs and talk about the URL inspection tool. Um, this is a nice resource if you're struggling with like a specific page and it's not indexed or there's something going on that you can't quite figure out. Um, this is a good place to start is to just paste that URL in this uh, top search bar. You can go to the URL inspection field as well. Um, but then you can kind of see what's uh, what Google is seeing for this page. So you can look at um, your structured data elements. You can see if it's mobile friendly, if there's an AMP version, um, if it is indexable or currently indexed. It'll show you here like not indexable or not indexed. You can uh, view the crawled page. You can also request indexing. Uh, and then you can also test the live URL. It'll give you a little bit more info. So. Good place to start um, if you're struggling with a specific page, but like Jess said, let's go dive into performance. So a uh, quick rundown of GSC when you're in the performance section, uh, basically you have your search type, which is web image video news. Uh, for the most part, I only use web. Um, it's depending on your business, you might use image or video a lot more, but I feel like most SEOs would just use web. Um, and then you have your date range. Admittedly, the date range um, feels bad <laughs> um, <laughs> when it comes to GSC. The nice thing about um, Google Analytics is that if you set like a date range and then you uh, compare it to previous period, it'll automatically calculate an even number of days prior. Um, it's not the case with GSC, which is really annoying. So like if you're if you're gonna compare, and you want to do a custom date range, you have to manually figure all that out, which is really annoying. And then they have these like weird uh, set numbers or set date ranges to compare from. It's not great, uh, but it is what it is. So since we're going to be looking at, oh, go ahead. You should mention too, I think something when we're thinking about what we're looking to optimize or enhance, you shouldn't just be concerned about the last 30 days. You probably should be looking at a longer period of time yep. because keywords, search queries, things like that change and fluctuate on a daily basis. So definitely think about blowing out that date range as much as you possibly can, probably. Good point. Yeah, if you're trying to make changes like SEO strategy changes from like weekly data, you're probably doing it wrong. Um, or you're just creating a whole lot more work for yourself uh, when you should be looking at a larger data range. So to get the most possible data, we're gonna look at 12 months for our site because it's only been around for like a year. Um, and like Jess said, we don't really do anything right now on the, on the site. Um, so there's not a whole lot of traction, but this is a good exercise for not only us to kind of like teach people what you should be looking at, but then also for us to be able to make changes to our website and get more traffic. Um, so you have your four first initial metrics that GSC provides, which is clicks. Uh, that is anytime someone actually clicks on your site and goes to your site from the SERPs, organic only. Uh, you have your impressions, and this is important to recognize that an impression only counts if a user scrolls past your link. So if you're on page three and you see, we'll, we'll get into this in a minute, but if you see that you have impressions and your average position is like 35, 
that means someone is actually going to page three and scrolling past your site. It does not count unless uh, someone actually scrolls past it. Uh, Click-through rate is just impressions divided by clicks, or clicks divided by impressions, whatever the, I forget what the, uh, whatever it is. And then average position is every single query that you're ranking for and the average position that uh, the query is in for every impression. So uh, a lot of data that GSC provides for free. It's nice. Um, a couple things that you can do down here is you can uh, look at queries first or you can look at pages. And then there's some additional filtering that you can do. Um, so like I only wanna look at a set number of pages uh, or queries. Um, and there's some other country device type things that I won't get into too much because that's more kind of advanced. Um, okay, so Jess, do you want to uh, <laughs> skewer our site now? <laughs> I actually, um, yeah, so looking right now, uh, for those of you who might be listening, I'll try to break this down to you as verbally as I can. Um, obviously, we're a podcast first, so I want to make sure that we're still kind of keeping that in mind. But when we're looking at our queries, we don't have many. Um, we have eight that we can see right now um, of eight. Um, so we <laughs> haven't been, <laughs> um, we don't post regularly on our website. We're not updating blogs. We're not creating new pages. Our website is mostly just a hub of information about our podcast and another source for our podcast feed to live on. Um, but for those of you who might be um, pushing out pages regularly or adding new things to your site, you will see a lot more keywords or oh, yeah. queries in a much higher variety <laughs> than yes. what we're seeing um, currently on kind of our screen here. On our screen, we are seeing um, you know some semantic keywords that are similar to kind of our name title, so battle of ranking factors. We have SEO battle. Um, Probably um, we have like SEO key performance indicators, SEO indicators, um, key performance indicators for SEO. So those are all things that we are targeting with our podcast that is kind of, you know, probably more valuable. Some of those other ones that are kind of weird in here is let ranking, SEO KPIs for 2015. Don't really know where that one came from. SEO KPIs for 2021. So there's always going to be a variety of keywords there. And I think the first thing that you have to kind of look at, um, if you have a bigger pool of queries, you're going to have to probably narrow that search down to kind of depending on what you're specifically looking at. Yeah. But looking at this now, I can already tell you that SEO KPIs 2015 is super irrelevant probably to anything we would ever do or look for. So that's already um, a search or top query that I'm not going to be looking at optimizing, enhancing, or building off of. Yeah. Those other ones, um, those could be potential opportunities. I think SEO KPIs 2021 is interesting. If people are able to kind of find us through that, that's kind of an interesting thing that maybe we need to be building off of that by building out or more page types that is talking about that, things like that. So that's kind of just where my brain is going yeah. right now, but there's a hundred different ways we can break this down a lot more concise and clear kind of yeah. from there. Looking at where the queries are because we don't post often, <laughs> I'm curious to see what pages they're actually on 
if that makes sense. Yeah, that's uh, so. Just to your point, usually, like when in my day to day, um, I'll be looking, reviewing GSC, doing keyword research, um, <clears throat> and I'll open this up, and there will be thousands. I think the max that it will show is ten thousand uh, queries. I think it caps at that. So obviously, I've, I've run into times where you know, sites ranking for that many keywords and you're like, all right, where do I even start? And that's why I usually recommend actually starting with pages. Um, I think it's an easier way to visualize opportunity when you say, um, okay, I want to look at just specifically pages, see what keywords it's ranking for and see what opportunities exist for that page specifically. Um, so a good example here is if we um, kind of looked at one of our blogs and we'll go back to the homepage because I think we want to We'll want to talk about that in a minute, but let's talk about a um, one of our blogs specifically. So this was, I think, one of our first podcast episodes. We did a KPIs for SEO, um, and we actually wrote a blog to go along with it. Um, and this is one that like people are actually seeing. And so the nice thing that you can do in GSC is if you're looking at the pages field, and then you actually just click the specific page, it'll set up a filter so you're only seeing data for that page. Then what you can do is go down uh, and then switch it back to queries. That filter still applies. So now you're only seeing keywords for that specific page rather than the whole entire site. So that's usually my workflow is I'll go, I'll start with the pages, set the filter for the page, and then go back and look at the queries for that specific page. Um, and then my, my formula for this page needs to be updated for this keyword is usually high impressions uh, and page two rankings. And in this case, page nine rankings. <laughs> uh, let's pretend these are all in like position 20, right? Um, that's usually like the holy grail of quick win is high impressions, page two keywords. And, and the reason I say that that's the holy grail is because one, if you have high impressions, that means current page one rankings aren't necessarily answering the question that people are looking for. Um, because people are going to page two for that query. And then page two rankings shows that Google thinks that your page is close to being the answer for that query. It just needs a little bit of help to get there. Um, and so usually what that means is a quick, we know uh, we always talk about how SEO takes a long time, right? But if you are on page two currently for a keyword, it's gonna be a lot quicker to get to page one. Uh, especially if you're already getting those those high impressions for that page. So just to your point, what we were uh, kind of talking about with opportunity keywords, I think there's a, obviously a clear opportunity for key performance indicators SEO. What are key performance indicators for SEO? That's, that's an H2 that we should implement like right now. Um, SEO key performance indicators, these are all kind of semantic matches. Uh, one is formatted as a question, which is great because um, it's kind of a built-in H2, I like to use those. Uh, and then the years, we like, I think what the the year suggests to me is that people are maybe, and we'd have to check the search volume, do some other research, but people might be looking for like, what sort of KPIs have people moved to as time has gone on with SEO? Maybe in, in the early 2000s, it was a very different type of KPI versus now it's, it's all sessions or average position or whatever. Um, so there's a good, a good amount of information, even from like a site where we don't do anything with it really right now. <laughs> so yeah. uh, there's a lot of opportunity. So I think what we should do now is actually open that page up. 
Ugh. Hopefully it works. Um, and what I like to do is um, do a command F for like the the gen the most general version of the keyword that keeps showing up. And key performance indicators was on there a whole lot. And so what this means to me is if we do a uh, command F, we see that key performance indicators is only used twice on the page, but we tend to use KPIs a whole lot more. And maybe uh, this means that there's an opportunity for us to, well, first probably just add more examples of like why organic impressions matter for SEO, why organic sessions matter for SEO. Um, but then also to use the term key performance indicators fully rather than always abbreviating it to KPIs. So I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate okay. here for you, Connor. Um, so something too, though, when we're looking at these H2s for this page, part of the reason that we used KPIs instead of key performance indicators in the first place was because it looks cleaner. The UX is a little cleaner. It means that that H2 fits on that one line. Yep. It's easier for people to scan. So when we're thinking about enhancing a page specifically for keyword specific um, kind of building there, at what line do we want to draw the line of like user experience is also important. And like, while we would like to say that mm -hmm. we can use those keywords however we want, we also are aware that the way that users are looking for information on Google is by accessibility and easeability of scanning and reading. Yep. So that's kind of there's I don't think there's like an exact answer mm -hmm. to that, but it's 100% something to keep in mind when you are thinking about optimizing or enhancing any page type is visually is it if it clutters the page more or if it's adding a bunch of fluff or anything like that you might need to tweak it a couple times to kind of find that sweet spot if that makes sense definitely agree i think there's a, a very fine line with between keyword stuffing for the sake of rankings and usability for users right because you don't want them to leave immediately once they're there i think i think oh yeah go sorry ahead. i was gonna say the oh, other yeah. thing i think too though is when we're enhancing pages um, if you're coming into it with like SEO, 100% that SEO mindset, I think it's very easy to forget that it's meant to be like a written readable piece. Yeah. And so my kind of big point there is even if you're not a writer and you're the person that's going in and you're enhancing these pages based on whatever you're finding in Google Search Console or any other tool, um, reread it after you're done. <laughs> and if it sounds like it's too much, it probably is. Yep. You're human, you, you Google things all the time. And if you're reading through it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is like overwhelming. Why did they use this keyword 18 times in like 10 sentences? Then it probably is too much and you should probably adjust it. Um, so again, just, I think it's easy to get in that mindset of like, well, we're SEOs, like everybody does this, yeah. but it also like, there are plenty of people who aren't who need to be able to still read through it. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I think uh, to go back to the point of like, what is the line between keyword stuffing and like enhancing the page for that keyword? I think uh, just without reading this page again, uh, which you should do, just like you said, um, I think there's a fairly clear opportunity to expand more on some of the basic things that we that we said, right? Like so. 
this section kind of sticks out to me. So what are the best KPIs to track for SEO? I don't hate, I don't dislike that H2, but I think a good thing to do would be, so we love bullets, we love numbered lists because those tend to get featured snippets a decent amount of time. So we don't want to make this unreadable or unusable, but what I would do is expand on what each of these things mean specifically uh, down in this bottom section. So I would add like another paragraph or two that kind of expands on why those matter and why they're, they're more important rather than just giving that basic list. Um, and in that paragraph, you have an opportunity to kind of use the term key performance indicators a bit more. So you're not making the H2s bad for user experience, but you're also using that keyword a bit more um, while making the page more valuable by explaining some of the things a little bit further. And I think that's honestly the best way to go about it. There's always more technical things that you can do. Like we could add more internal links pointing to other pages. We can add internal links from other pages pointing to this new page using the anchor text key performance indicators. Um, there's like a lot of basic technical things that you can do to help this page rank um, that honestly mostly have to do with in, uh, internal linking in proper anchor text. We should do a whole episode about internal linking and anchor text. Yeah, and again too, like double check your meta, yep. your tags, title tags, things like that as well to see if there's any like super simple missed opportunities, things like that there. Um, if you look, we have the entire thing spelled out, but I also, oh, all well, the descriptions mixed mm -hmm. like, <laughs> hey, and For the first like wrong thing that we've pulled up on this, our website, I'm not mad about it. No, I'm not. Also, uh, um, quick shout out to this plugin. It's pretty, uh, it's a Chrome plugin SEO meta in one click. It's actually pretty decent. Um, and it doesn't break like the Moz one, no shade to Moz, but it breaks all the time. Yeah, so I think, that kind of covers like just some quick tips for we don't have a lot of page types, so maybe we'll need to revisit. We optimize this page and come back to, to see if it, you yep. know, we helped it or not. Um, for the record, most of the time, if you do enhance the page properly, it does help. Um, you know, obviously, because we don't post very often, we don't have domain authority, things like that. It's going to be a different type of um, struggle compared to a website that is consistently pushing out content has those as connor mentioned other opportunities to enhance that keyword other places on the site rather than just on one page things mm -hmm. like that um before we hop into like the home page something that's been coming up a lot to a google search console because there have been fluctuations and impressions across the board, across the industry <laughs> over the last couple months, which has been a pain point for a lot of SEOs and digital marketing people. So something I think we should kind of just really quickly talk about is um, looking at impressions versus clicks to determine yeah. if impressions are down, but clicks are up, do we need to enhance or optimize said page? Uh, that's a great question. So I, I would imagine you're referring to the thing that we've been dealing with for like three months in the auto industry. We won't get into that because it's very niche and it's not educational. But um, to your point, I think there's a, you shouldn't balance these four metrics the same. They all, they don't all carry the same weight. One, because click-through rate is just a calculation of these two. Um, so it's not really, it's, it's not really a metric. It's just a 
a calculation of two combined. Um, in my opinion, I would always prioritize clicks. Like if a page is getting consistent traffic and it's increasing, I almost wouldn't even look at impressions. Um, and then I would also look at average position. It's a, it is a flawed metric uh, because it will show, it'll combine everything. And let's say there's a random keyword that uh, the page shouldn't be ranking for, but it's in position 99, that can bring your average position down. So it's a flawed metric, but it's still, in my opinion, more important than impressions because impressions has a, a public like user element to it that SEOs can't control, right? So like if the, uh, I'm trying to think of a practical example. Taylor Swift just did a thing, re-released her, her new or old album, but under Taylor's version, if I had to guess, I'm, I would assume Taylor, the keyword Taylor's version is probably being searched so much right now. And if your site is weirdly ranking for that keyword, your impressions are probably going to be skyrocketing right now uh, for that keyword. And then in six months, that keyword is probably going to fall off of a cliff. Does that mean that you're doing a bad job as an SEO? Does it mean you need to put more effort into that keyword? Not really. Uh, if your position hasn't gotten worse or it has improved, but impressions are down, that is a human element that you can't control. So that's why I say prioritize clicks and positions, then impressions, and then obviously click through eight is just you know a combination of two. Do you have- I think the other yeah. thing to add just real quick too, we did talk about this in a previous episode. Again, it's always gonna depend on what you want to prioritize for your own business. Yep. Impressions kind of relates to visibility. So if visibility is more important to you than the clicks into your website, for whatever reason, if that's your goal, yeah. well then obviously impressions will matter, things like that. But I think taking a step back and looking at how, to Connor's point, they all relate to very different things and kind of figuring out what is a priority to you mm -hmm. and kind of working from there is another way to organize those queries or pages. Um, so just kind of a quick note there. Yeah. Well said. Um, all right, so let's look at, let's do another exercise. We'll look at the homepage real quick um, and kind of follow a similar pattern. So again, we're looking at pages, whatever date range you're kind of looking at, we tend to look at larger date ranges rather than shorter. Um, just click into the homepage field. It automatically sets that filter. Click back over to queries. Obviously you'll see we're only ranking for one keyword, which caveat, Back to the point where we, that I said I wasn't going to get into, um, GSC is not perfect. <laughs> um, we rank and get traffic for uh, battle of the ranking factors. Like we, I've seen it here before, but sometimes it goes away. Um, GSC has been a little buggy lately. I'll just say that. Um, and so this is a decent like indicator of maybe this is an opportunity we could look at seo battle specifically what are what are the serps doing for that keyword let's do it let's look at not c battle seo battle and see what's happening um so it looks like business seo battle uh is seo illegal <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> 
Wix SEO battle recap. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay, I remember this. There was like a um, Wix did a thing where they were like, we'll give SEOs some, some sort of budget, build a website, get it to rank for this keyword versus another web platform. And, and oh, it was to prove that their platform was better for SEOs than the other one, which was interesting. Oh. Um, so 15 ways to win the SEO battle. So this is obviously like prioritizing competition, not surprisingly. Um, because we use battle as part of exactly. our title. Yeah. So, so this would be an example where uh, someone who hasn't been doing SEO for a long time would probably be like, all right, cool. Let's like throw a bunch of SEO battles uh, battle type keywords onto our homepage, like, um, which ranking factor is best? Check the SEO battle today or were some, you know, nonsense like that. Um, when in reality, that's not what we're doing. Like that's not, we wouldn't necessarily, we would just be throwing keywords onto a page that wouldn't be helpful. Right. And I will say too, like building out our homepage, it obviously we <laughs> want to rank. Um, but if we're looking at things like for us, I would want to say that like SEO podcast was more priority, yep. like ranking for that type of keyword versus ranking for our own name. Yep. Um, so also, even though SEO battle is the only keyword or query that's coming up in Google search console, because that's the only keyword that also means that we should do external research to see, okay, what realistically do we want us to rank for? If it is SEO podcast, well, I don't have SEO podcast anywhere on our homepage. <laughs> nope. So that is a keyword that would be worth us investigating and saying, okay, we need to optimize or enhance our homepage with the goal of adding this keyword because that is how we want people to identify our brand and that is how we want people to be able to find our website and what we're doing. Right. So again, it's knowing what you aren't ranking for as well is a good way to kind of use Google Search Console to say like, I don't care that I rank or don't rank for SEO battle. I actually wish that I was ranking for this keyword. Right. Um, so kind of just another like way to look at Google Search Console when you're not seeing what you want to see there. <laughs> yeah, no, very well said. I think I, it's an important thing to keep in mind is that like, just because you're showing up for a keyword, you need to make sure that the intent of that keyword matches the page that you're going to put the keyword on. Um, that's one of the hardest things I think to learn like as a new SEO. It's one of the hardest things when we're training people, um, that's one of the hardest things to get to stick is like just because this page ranks for this keyword doesn't mean that you want it to. Um, and that's also a conversation with clients that's really, really hard to have is like, hey, you lost or, or declined rankings for this keyword on this page, that's fine, that's a good thing. Uh, like you don't want traffic to that page from that keyword because they're just gonna leave right away. Um, so that's a, it's a hard thing to get comfortable talking about, but it's, it's very important to learn as an SEO what is relevant for the pages that you're looking at um, and what's prioritized. So that's, this is a very good example of uh, look at the homepage, look at the, the keyword that GSC is saying that you rank for SEO battle. It's not worth putting effort onto our homepage to get to rank for that. That would just be silly. Right. Um, and so again, 
you know, I think the best way is to create goals, to do some research and say, these are the keywords we want to be ranking for because it shows the best intention of what we're trying to get across to users and kind of working from there and then tracking those as those do appear in Google Search Console and then starting to look at once it's pulling in, what are the impressions, what's the position, what are the clicks, and then kind of going back to that key performance indicator part we were talking about earlier, using those tactics to continue to boost that page based on that. Um, Something I think that we haven't talked about is why would we enhance a page instead of create a new page? Um, So for example, key performance indicators, there were some keywords we could totally take and create a whole new page based on that rather than go in and enhance or optimize the page that we already have built. Um, There's a lot of great reasons to enhance things. (laughs) Um, One of them being, um, I think the easiest one, the one that's probably the most common or the two points that are the most common that I'm gonna bring up quick is one, because that page that's already, it's already ranking, it already has authority. Two, sometimes creating a ton of similar pages that are targeting the same topic with just slightly different keywords or whatnot um, isn't actually helpful for your website unless it's done correctly. (laughs) Um, So Connor, if you want to elaborate at all on like why enhancing versus creating brand new page types, again, there are instances where creating a brand new page type might be the correct answer, but not always. I think you need to, um, when it comes to enhancing or updating versus new pages, I think um, there's a lot to consider. Um, One, if your site is already ranking for a set of keywords for a page that is relevant to those keywords, always lean on updating that page because you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you create a new version of that page or a new page to try to rank for those keywords when you're already ranking for them. You just need to put a little bit more effort into them to rank better for those keywords. Um, It's important, and we'll go back to the intent conversation of the page, right? If we look at these three keywords, key performance indicators for SEO, what are the key performance indicators for SEO? Those kind of directly, the intent of those keywords really directly match that page, that blog, of what are the be- what are key performance indicators for SEO. If I were to think about uh, SEO KPIs with a, a year attached to them, I don't think that they necessarily match the intent of that page. What I would lean on is maybe there's an opportunity to do a like the history of SEO KPIs that focuses on each maybe five year spans where it's like in these five years we were looking at this 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 in these five years we we're looking at this this this. Um, and I think, so that's where I would, I would try to think through what is the intent of this page? Do these keywords really match the original intent or do these keywords offer more for this page that already exists versus this is a keyword that's relevant. The page is ranking for, but it doesn't necessarily fit organically to this page. Let's make a new version or a new type of page to target those keywords. Um, so there's a lot to consider when you think about updating versus not updating or uh, creating a new page. Um, I think too, when we're thinking about enhancements, another kind of indicator for me when I'm in Google Search Console or tools is when there is a page that I know was once ranking for a ton of keywords mm-hmm. and all of a sudden those keywords all disappeared. Um, the way that users search for 
certain topics or pages changes regularly, which is why you need to continue to do updated keyword research. Yep. Um, again, another kind of flaw with Google Search Console is it doesn't always break that down super easily. You kind of have to use some like critical thinking in the sense of if you know you have top performing pages with XYZ keywords that you're really happy you're ranking for and then all of a sudden they're not there, please do that extra investigation yep. to say like did the way that users are searching for this change, is there outdated information on that page? Is that why it's not being served the same? Things like that too are also reasons why we would enhance pages. Um, so again, just kind of, there's a ton of, we could probably, we probably should write a blog about <laughs> how to identify pages that need to be enhanced. Um, there's a lot we should do about writing and the website. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me and Connor are not writers. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, <laughs> if you want to write for us for free, uh, we don't pay at all. Uh, just shoot us a, a message, DM us on, on the Twitters or wherever. Uh, we'd be happy to let you write for us. Yeah. Put it on your resume. Yeah. I mean, it'll be great. Uh, we're happy to give you kudos. <laughs> we'll provide all of the research or if you want to do the research yourself, go for it. Uh, but we can provide you all the research and what needs to get done. You just have to do it. Um, I think that's all I can kind of think about in terms of like yeah. optimizations, enhancements. Um, I mean, we could keep going down the rabbit hole, but I think, uh, we could always do that with anything related to any topic we've ever covered. Yep. Um, I think some of those more technical things, it'll happen in a later episode, yeah. um, at some point as we have tried to identify in a pattern. We try to break it off in small pieces so that it's easier to focus in on specific things. Um, so some of those other things that are related to enhancements like internal linking, those technical signals, things like that, that's something, some of that might've been covered in our technical SEO podcast a while back, probably not specifically for enhancing pages, but yeah. just general things. Um, so if you are in Google search console and you clicked through any of those technical aspects, go listen to our technical podcast episode, um, with our lovely friend Bert. Um, but eventually we'll get into, I'm sure all those technical yeah. things. Yeah, we got a lot more to come. Um, so this is new. If you, uh, want to like, and subscribe, <laughs> click the button, wherever that is. Uh, I got to learn where it is so I can point in the right spot. Um, otherwise follow us on, on the socials, um, subscribe to the podcast or watch the YouTube video or do both because, you know, it'd be great. Um, and if you ever need help or have questions about SEO, shoot us a DM. Um, otherwise thank you for listening and watching maybe battle of the ranking factors. Bye. -bye. Thank you.